Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, Prince Philip, the Red Flag Act, Dodgy Private Eye Advert and Lippy's Eye Test. Now Lippy, another yes. episode and another notable person passing, sadly. It's, everyone seems to be disappearing, don't they, these days? Well, I'm not sure about everyone, but people of a certain age. Um, yes. You know, as last week, not necessarily of a certain age. But um, mm. yes, uh, obviously Prince Philip's been ill for a while. Uh, it wasn't a great surprise, but it's still a bit of a shock. And mm. um, having experienced that, you know somebody's ill when they're they're on their way out but it's still uh, still a bit of a wrench yes i think uh, most of the nations grieved in in one way or another yeah definitely he was it has to be said the master of the one-liner there's no <laughs> two ways about it he, he was comedy on legs um, <laughs> very good at breaking the ice very good at sometimes saying perhaps the wrong thing yes I hadn't realised he had so many interests and sadly you often only find this sort of stuff out when somebody passes mm. And he really did have his his interests, fingers in many pies, as they say. In all the pies. One picture did catch my imagination. There was a picture of the Queen giggling, I would have said. Mm, like, a school like a schoolgirl. Like a schoolgirl. She reminded me of my grandmother, actually. She used to giggle like that. Next to her was Prince Philip in his regimental uniform. And apparently there was something to do with a swarm of bees at a, <laughs> at a function they were attending, which was, which was why they were laughing. But, it, mm. uh, you know, they've been together for so long, I, I can't begin to imagine how she's feeling. It's like 70-odd uh, years or yeah, something they've been together. Uh, amazing. Very sad. Mm. Interesting to see that he designed his own hearse based on a Land Rover. Yes. I saw that, actually. Yeah, pleased me, and it'll please some of my friends with Land Rovers as well. Mm. And not he was the a country stuff. boy, wasn't he? He Absolutely always had was. been. Anyway, last week, we finished with a grumpy fun fact about cars. <laughs> um, well, specifically breaking the speed limit, and yes. uh, the first person to, to be issued a speeding ticket, a massive eight miles an hour. <laughs> well, on the basis, this is history rather than cars. I did a bit more research into Oh, yeah, it. sure. So, in... 1865, the Locomotive Act was passed, which stipulated that any self-propelled road vehicle had to be preceded by a person walking at least 60 yards ahead and carrying a red flag. And it was known as the Red Flag Act, which was repealed on the 14th of November 1896. Those with good memory from last week or remember that Walter Arnold received his fine on the 28th of January 1896. Yes. So not only was he fined for speeding, and this accounts for the size of the fine, many other things they threw at him, including not having the man with the red flag. Ah, uh, okay. Because obviously if you're travelling at eight miles an hour, you've got to have Someone somebody running. who's quite... Well, you say Bolt would seem Light to be. Jog. Yeah. Uh, with the red flag, which it clearly wasn't there, so that's why the flag, uh, the flag, that's why the fine mounted up, uh, and also he was, yeah, and it was cost as well, which was quite a large proportion of that. So it wasn't any of that. But we also talked about number plates because I wasn't quite sure when they started, but they were introduced in uh, on the first of January, nineteen o three, and I guess they must have retrofitted them back onto to existing cars. So first number plate, not unsurprisingly, is a one. I wonder if that still exists, that number plate. Uh, almost certainly. We'll have a look Somewhere. in a minute. 
Uh, it was issued to a gentleman, well, issued to Earl Russell, who made his butler queue up overnight at the London County Council offices to secure it. So you can see fair owning dues. a car, well, fair dues if you got the staff, that's yeah. great. So obviously car owning in 1903, which is not that long ago really, was only for the very, very wealthy. So the A1 registration is still in existence, not surprisingly, mm. and it's on a black mini. Oh, cute! That, that'll be a binny rather than a classic mini. It was bought on 1st of November 2019 for £1.2 million. No! That is someone with too much money and didn't know what to buy. Well, they clearly. bought the first ever number plate. Clearly, but what a thing to have. Sure, is that road legal though? Because they need a certain amount of letters and numbers in them now, don't they? Well, it, it changed throughout the years. When I was growing up, the card number plates had uh, the the year letter on the right hand end, and then it swapped round mm. for around about the time you were born. So they they've mixed them, matched it over the years, and, and as the number of vehicles grew, I mean, back in nineteen oh three, they probably think there'd only be ten, yeah, or so. So obviously that's that's changed dramatically. That is a stupid amount of money to spend on a number plate. It is, and it surprises me how much people do spend on number plates. Mm. I think it was, I can't remember the chap's name that runs Pimlico Plumbers, and he all of his fans have got some sort oh. of personalised number plates on them, and he buys them as an investment. Still crazy. It is crazy. And also, if your car's stolen, you lose the number plate. Yeah, well, it does also make your car easier to spot, though. Yes. Because we had friends that had a car stolen, and they all had personalised number plates. And someone, it was in, it was like four villages over in a car park, and someone spotted it and called them. Yeah. And was like, your car's in this car park. Yes, I think that's quite a common tactic. They dump them and see if they recovered. Yeah. See whether they've got a tracker on them or not. Uh, we had a WhatsApp message from Davros. Uh, slightly odd whatsapp message i have to say <laughs> he's talking about the pronunciation of bosom and I, i'm not quite sure what he's getting at i think he might be being a bit smutty so we'll skip over that one <laughs> he then mentions a tv series called callan which i have to confess i have no recollection of whatsoever I've never heard uh, of which which surprises me because it's a, a spy type cold mm. war type series uh, from a little while ago uh, but apparently it's on Thursdays on Talking Pictures TV at four in the morning. So I, I'm oh not going to be getting up to watch that. No. I, you know, what are you doing up at that time, of course? <laughs> well, he also mentions useless superpower and uh, refers to a mutual friend of ours that has the ability to dry up an entire pub just by walking in there. So, <laughs> yes, we know who you are. It's a bit cruel, but um, but fair. Now, Lippy, good news. Yes. The Apprentice is coming back. I do like The Apprentice, especially at the start, because there's so many dumb people on it. I, I'm not a fan of reality TV programmes, but I think The Apprentice is as far from reality as you can actually get. Mm. It is, well, the word I use, I can't use. It, it's cannon fodder, basically. Yes. Uh, and it is hilarious. But I think we'll be covering that in some detail. Definitely. Because there's, there's nothing like over-ambitious people jumping across one another to win a prize to uh, to bring out the worst yeah it's the those the introduction bit at the start where they tell you about who they are i always absolutely love that bit they are crazy aren't they They're maybe normally... we should do our own actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we would say if we were on the apprentice we'll do our own audition videos maybe we'll yes. do that stick it on youtube that would be hilarious we should do that would that. be quite funny wouldn't it <laughs> 
I think I've got a big enough head to do one of those. <laughs> well, I would just say some utter nonsense. As long as you throw in some buzzwords and use the mm. word business a lot. Yes. Uh, there must be a drinking game for The Apprentice. There must be. But it's on a Monday night, isn't it? You don't want to be uh, getting drunk I'm on not, a Monday I'm night. Not, I can't remember what night it's on. I think it's towards the back of the week, but but all the days are the same now, so it doesn't matter. That is true. But some of the days I still do have to get up earlier to walk downstairs to turn my laptop on. Yes, that's very true. That's yes, very true. (laughs) Well, you can always have soft drinks. Yeah, or snacks all night. (laughs) Well, that's true. Snacks Snacks. or cheese. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. And last week's private eye had a very strange advert in the classified at the back mm. and i've since a small child i've always been obsessed with classified adverts i, I don't know why <laughs> but this one i'll be talking about the cold war as we did a, a few minutes ago this it sounds like something along those lines so i'll, I'll read it out so it had john higson late of tsb shrewsbury sometime tramps batman um peripatetic cost accountant is urgently sought by an old friend who wishes to recover Claudio Montevardi's book on brewing and then a box number, which is crazy, quite frankly. I don't know what a tramp's Batman is. I don't know whether that's Batman as in, I am Batman, or whether it's a cricket term. Do you think he meant sometimes Trump's Batman? No, I don't. I think this is mm. this is very specific. And Claudio Montevardi has never written a book on brewing, <laughs> as far as I can find out on the internet. So there's, there's obviously... It is definitely code. There's no two ways about it. There's I'll a hell of a lot what, of code in there. That's some dodgy deal going down. It's <laughs> <laughs> and they've coded it and put it in private eye. Yes, or it's a trigger for something. Mm, or that. Some world event, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's a bit of fun by somebody with a bit too much money. Yeah. <laughs> I am slightly tempted to write to box number... 154401 and see what happens and i'm very intrigued by that and it'd be oh, we should have had one today actually it'd be interesting to see whether there's a, a letter about it in the maybe in the following issue but yes yeah, so that, that my eye. write something to them oh, possibly yeah may have missed the boat on that one a little bit now i have more digging through the earth news oh no oh yes <laughs> I don't think there's any more we can elaborate on this. There there is. This is incredible. However, it only works on an Android phone. Okay. doesn't work on iPhone. So I've been able to look at it, but unfortunately you won't. Anyway, it's a thing called Flume, and it's from Google. And Mm. there's a website called experiments.withgoogle.com, which is full of little projects people have been working on and this one you you load it onto the phone and you point it at the floor and there's a bit of wiggling going on i I struggled to get it to work for a bit Mm. and then it's like one of these camera obscuras so it then zooms through to the other side of the earth depending on how you've got the phone tilted and then gives you an image of the other side so i was through to wellington in new zealand which is quite quite cool and you see the uh satellite image from that area in a hole on the floor yeah it's very good yeah thought that's very good and avoids any nasty digging through very hot bits or bouncing up and down and all those useful things we've learnt and you're glazing over (laughs) (laughs) do you know what it was it was my air freshener just went off and that took my attention and then i was gone (laughs) 
So an air freshener is more exciting than learning about digging through the earth. Well, that's well. We I feel, I feel like we've learned all we can learn about digging through the earth. Well, it's not a good heaven. idea. Either you'll die, or you'll just get shot back up and down, up and down until you so die. We, we have learnt quite a lot. <laughs> has to be said. So anyway, moving on, moving on. You had some eye news. I did. I had an eye appointment today because. I've misplaced my glasses and I haven't been since 2015, I found out when I was there. I knew it had been a few years. I didn't realise it had been that long, to be honest. Yeah. So just went for a little check-up. Um, but they take a picture in the standard eye test. They take a picture of your the back of your eye now, which I don't remember them doing in 2015. Well, I guess that was a long time ago, 2015. Uh, I think I had it, I've had it a few times. Yeah. Uh, I- tend to go every two or three years okay. well the reminder comes at two years and yes I put it off until three and i don't know if it's normal for this to happen but the guy that was doing my eye test let me have a look at it and show, like fully showed me the picture of the back of my eye and oh my god it's not it looks like a an alien planet for me yeah it's really very strange and then he was explaining what he looks for which I wasn't as a mild hypochondriac I was not impressed with him telling me that if this if there's like a part of the bit that you look at if it's bulging that could indicate a brain tumor I was like okay don't tell someone like me that <laughs> no don't, not but, a good idea but he said mine was very flat and there was no issues with it I was like okay fine yeah. Um, I think the other thing they look at is glycoma as well. Yeah, and blood pressure. They can tell yes. from yeah. the veins in your eyes, yeah. which is weird. But you can see the little dot that is the only bit of your eye that's in focus and then the rest of it's... Yeah, yeah it's very creepy. I it mean, I, creepy. I thought it was quite cool, but it was also... It didn't. I didn't look at it thinking that was inside my eye, if that makes sense. Yes, I know what you mean. It's so odd mm. you can't think it's part of your body but yeah. also you know you've got light in there as well so there's a few things but those tools are very important and there is a history of glycoma in well, my side of the family so it is worth getting it checked i told him there wasn't so i will change that. yeah well, it, well i think my dad had it but we're never sure because he was very ill at the time although but, he did um, say only parents and siblings yeah. not grandparents because i said diabetes possibly and he said no not if it was your grandparents so but yeah so i went went along got my prescription decreased which is interesting Pretty good yeah <laughs> means my eyes aren't too bad my eyes are perfect they're just lazy and in and the afternoons yeah, <laughs> it's that is typical for me isn't it i have lazy eyes and once it gets to the afternoon they don't want to focus anymore so i have to wear glasses to help keep them focused yeah, I know what you mean. I had quite a long day yesterday, and um, and by the time I had finished, our eyes, I think, had set to a distance of about two foot, mm. eighteen inches. And it, then when you go downstairs and start looking at things, it's yeah, it's a bit of a struggle to be honest. So mm. That's why I look out the window quite a lot. <laughs> well, that's one of the many reasons. Well, I think that's why I get so distracted at the moment because I don't wear my glasses. My eyes then go out of focus, and once your eyes go out of focus, then you're just—I'm just gone. That's, that's the day done, that's, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking around, playing on things, not really staring at the same screen for about five minutes. But yeah, so I paid an extra three ninety nine to have them delivered to my house because it takes a week to come to the house mm. or two to three weeks to go to the store. So I was like, "Oh yeah, no, get them." 
Mm. After paying £133, glasses. Yeah, it's worth paying for the lenses. I've had yeah. cheap glasses. And I got the blue the light ones too. I went all out. I treated myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested about the I blue light get. ones. I've never had those. I've always had the anti reflective ones. Mm. But I sort of thought with the blue light ones, does that mean you're not going to see all the colours on the screen? It dulls out the blue colour a bit, but. I don't work with anything that needs colour, like proper mm. colour. I don't need to, if it's a bit yellower than it is blue, then it doesn't really make a difference to my job. It's not like I'm looking at pictures or anything. So There is a nighttime mode, certainly on my phone and some other I, tablets I've had. Mm-hmm. And when you when that kicks in, it's really weird. Yeah, I have my phone and my laptop both set to nighttime mode all the time at the moment because my oh, eyes really? have been bad. So I keep them on nighttime mode just to stop the extra strain on my eyes. Oh, maybe that's why you've been falling asleep. I don't fall asleep at work. Shh. <laughs> don't tell people that. I work very hard. I know you do. Very hard indeed. But yeah, I'd highly recommend Vision Express in uh, Campbell, not in Campbell, in Sandhurst. They're lovely people. It was in the Tesco, which was weird, but it was cool. And yeah, he was chatting away. He was telling me all these things about my eyes, which I didn't know. It was great. Very good. Hmm? Yeah, I've never f- met an unhappy optometrist. No. If that's the correct term. They, they always seem to be quite jolly for some reason. Yeah. Really I guess because they're helping people. And they get to put really daft-looking spectacles on people as well. I know. When I went in, he said that. He was like, well, the, the uh, methods we use haven't really changed much since your last appointment, other than... Maybe they're just a bit newer, but he's like, they look exactly the same. They still put the weird glasses on your head and then flick in different things while you have to read letters. And then they ask questions like, which is clearer? I don't know. I mean, it was pretty obvious to me. Well, sometimes, yeah, when they start off with the massive variants, but they work their way downwards, don't they? I, my, maybe because I'm, I don't wear glasses. I don't have that many. I only had right. two options, normal or something else. I don't know what else it was. Yeah, well, I had very focals for the first time a couple of years ago. They took a little bit of getting used to. Because you, you end up moving your head all over the place to yeah, see the to right try thing, and get which them is a bit odd. Absolutely, but I've then got fixed lenses for the computer, and I find myself doing that still, which is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, just habit. Anyway, with the lockdown lifting a little bit, we went to see some friends on Friday. Yes. Um, who we've talked about in the past, the Dorkin cat killer. <laughs> yeah. Who I'm pleased to say has not had any further incidences with cats since we last spoke about her back in February. That's but good. But we, we, we got there. We were shivering in the garden somewhat. It was a bit mm. a bit cold. And we asked husband of Dorkin cat killer, oh, so what did we have to see them for a you know, good few months? What, um, well, any any news? We went, no, nah, not really. No. Nah. No, nothing. Just no, no, nothing. So then the Dawkin cat killer came in, and I said, "Oh, Paul said there's no no news." He went, "Oh, yes, loads of news." So, <laughs> daughter's moving, son's got a new job. We're having a massive kitchen extension, <laughs> and something I can't talk about. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> so there has been something going on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we've we've redone half the garden as well. That's. Uh, <laughs> That's typical, though, to be honest. That is typical of blokes, and, and I'm guilty of that from time to time. Just, well, what has that? Oh, I don't know, I haven't paid attention. Yeah, I don't thing. remember what we've told you, and like, yeah, just, the missus is talk, so they probably tell you everything anyway. 
Well, that's absolutely right. And you go to the pub and you talk absolute nonsense for an hour and a half and you come out, what are you talking about? I'm not, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Blokey banter. Mm. Absolute nonsense. Yes, but it was good to get back to some semblance of normality. Yeah, it was. Well, I haven't actually done anything since, well, not since the new pubs and shops and things. Oh, no. Some of those pictures, though, outside of Primark and TK Maxx. Mm. Oh, my God. And you know it's going to be worse at the weekend when more people are off. Oh, probably, yeah. A friend of mine did go to the pub on Monday night and he said it was absolutely rammed. He said it was and not very much distance in either, which Mm. is a bit of a worry. Uncomfortably rammed. It is. It is. But we'll, we'll see how that turns out. It'll settle down as people get less excited about it. Well, interestingly, I the swimming pool's open this week and... I booked the 6.30 slot, as I would normally do on a Monday. And I normally cycle down because it's only it's less than a mile mm. to the leisure centre. And if you go in the car, the car really grumbles about being started and being driven for less than a mile and being an old and slightly cranky like its owner. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I obviously haven't used the bike for, well, since December last year. So I thought just put it out on sunday chain was a bit rusty so i greased that up put some air in the tires checked the lights um charged up the front light thought that'll be fine so anyway monday morning long goes off get out of bed put my shorts on go out the front door always a bit chilly Mm. get the bike out cycle down the road get to the end of the road and it starts snowing yeah and it's really snowing not just a little bit of it was like a blizzard I'm going to have to walk back. There's no way I'm going to cycle in this. It's, it's far too dangerous. Unfortunately, it wasn't settling on the road, so it wasn't really a problem. But the swimming pool was at maximum capacity, and I've never seen that at that time in the morning. I mean, there has been occasions where I've been there, and there's been two of us in the pool. Mm. But there was, well, I think there was eight in our section. Just, and I'm the slowest. Many. It was a little bit too too many, but I went again this morning, and it was almost back down to normal. Just the usual faces there. Yeah, it's and, people and that want to want to go, and it's the only time that's left, so they're just going to go and do it then, isn't it? And then, well, partially, but interestingly, the lady was saying that the late evening slot had been can been dropped, which was the one that she normally went for, which uh, was only four people. Um, so. But whether they'll reopen it or not, I don't know. But um, but say today was was. Back Almost to back to normal. And the gym wasn't overly full either, which was mm. quite interesting. Anyway, it was good to get back to uh, to doing some sort of exercise, mm. to be honest. Do you know what I'm looking forward to, though? I'm looking forward to going on holiday. Yes. And I realised the other day I might have to go on holiday by myself. Really? <laughs> well, I'm double vaccinated, so I'm I'm cleared to go anyway. Oh, that's true, actually. I can do whatever I want. Well, not whatever yeah. I want, obviously, but... Any, I can go into any country, they'll let me in, it's fine. I may have to quarantine, so I might have to check that, but... I think you are banned from if one or two. I'm not, no. <laughs> the French love me. But yeah, so I'm going to, I'm feeling like I'm just going to book myself a little holiday by myself. Oh, interesting, yeah. I note that the uh, vaccinations for 45 and overs open this week. Yeah. And, and, it, I... and the website crashed through to volume. So yeah, which is good news, large... people are just... Just getting it over and done with. Absolutely, yeah. Which is was my my feelings on it. I didn't particularly want it in the sense like I felt like I needed it, mm. but I just got it over and done with, and it's all done now. 
Got yeah, on Sunday, yeah. and now I don't have to get it ever again unless I feel like I need, want to. Well, I don't know if it'll be a top up. We'll see what happens. Well, that was my top up on Sunday. No, but a bit like flu, where you have one every year, which oh, is, I, I know see. is slightly different. I probably wouldn't get one though next year. Well, you might. Well, unless we we, we always said we weren't going to yeah. discuss <laughs> coronavirus, and we're heading down that yeah, we're heading down that rabbit hole. So we're, yes, well, we got ours on. I think it's the fifth of June, so we've got. A, Got a few weeks yet, yet to go. So I came across an interesting... Well, it was not an article. It's actually an email list that came around that suggested that all estate agents are aliens. I... Yeah. Yeah. That uh, one of that the shocking. No, it wouldn't be. Um, and the, the guys put together quite an amusing uh, dossier of examples that prove that property people are aliens. Um, and one of them is the number of synonyms they've got for the word tiny. <laughs> Quaint, charming, cosy, ideal for a first-time buyer, easy to maintain, bijou, well-proportioned, great investment, deceptionally spacey, spacious, and small. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a lot of words for tiny, isn't it? Yeah, and using the word boasts in a sentence like this home boasts flexible living space it's just it's a bit bizarre means yeah absolutely and he's picked up on one thing that has always not irked me but i got oh that just sounds a little odd that's all and it particularly with homes under the hammer where they have obviously somebody buys the home does Mm. the work on it and then they have a valuation for selling and for renting. And they always come up with a figure and then suffixes with per calendar month. Why, why do they do that? What, for renting? Yeah, so it'll be £700 per calendar month. And they always deliver it the same way as well. So it's the amount of money, pause, per calendar month. Why do they use the word calendar? Well, I guess it's to avoid four weeks. But per month? Yeah, but a month is slightly misleading term. It's not, mm. a, it's not a fixed unit, is it? So some people might treat it as four weeks and other people might treat it as a calendar month, which is not a fixed number of days because of... Ah, interesting. Well, because of the number of days in months, I suppose. Wait, so I don't understand why you find it weird that they say per calendar month after... It's it's the delivery more than oh, anything. It's say. the figure pause per calendar month, and they always seem to say it the same. It's as if they've all gone to some sort of training estate class. agent school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to how to deliver prices on rental properties. It's mm. very very funny. We had our valuator here on Monday. Valuator. What are they called? Not valuator. I don't know. That's a good word. They, he came to value the house. So I assume he's a valuator. I'm not sure. It's. A word, but it's a very good one. I like it. I We're going to keep it. Today. He valued the house, so that makes yes. him evaluator. Evaluator. <laughs> <laughs> we can add that to the Lippy Dictionary. <laughs> but yeah, got some great news. He valued it at what we estimated it at. So perfect. We're we're rolling through. We we've just got contracts left now. Brilliant. And we're moving. Gosh, though that might be sooner than June then. Hopefully, I mean, if we move before June, I will celebrate well it depends i suppose on the people you're buying from who want to do ourselves separately so yeah they've said they'll move to their parents house so oh that's very exciting then i know so so excited i'm getting a bit too carried away considering we haven't got a move date and i've 
just had a load of paint samples arrive. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the cards you were talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a really good idea. Yeah, so they paint over um, lining paper so that you get a, a truer colour as they can do. And then it has a sticky back and you can just peel it peel the back off and you can stick it and move it so you can put it in loads of different places in the room to see the different colours because obviously it's slightly different colour depending on the light that comes in. Absolutely. So you can see what it's like all over. That is such a good idea. It's so much idea. better than those little pots which mm. must have made the paint companies millions of pounds over yeah. the years. I mean, we spent a small fortune on them and ended up, ended up with Trade Magnolia. So... The yeah, point, these really? are only a pound from this place, and if you get four, you don't pay for delivery. Okay. So I paid five pounds to get five colour samples, yeah. and if that was five pots of paint, that'd at yeah, least yeah, be twenty I, quid, yeah. wouldn't it? They're normally yeah, like five of so. one of those little mini, yeah. mini pots. Super excited! I know all the colours. We're going for white with a bit of pink in it. Ah. So it's not white, white, but it's also not magnolia because I really don't like magnolia. So you're, you've gone light pink, basically. No, it's white with a, no, with it's a not, pink face. No, no, no it's honestly, it's not pink. pink. Like it's pink. not pink. It's, it's white pink. It's with a pink a, base. It's white boasting pink. You can't. You wouldn't know it was pink in it though. Well, what's the point? Put white on then. Because then it's not like white in your eyes. Well, well, there must be pink. You must be able to see the pink. Otherwise, no, it's just what's warmer. The point? Oh, okay. Just a warm right. Are we allowed to say which paint manufacturer this is? Yeah, it's Lick. Lick? Lick. You don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't want to lick. Do you know what? That is exactly what Chris said to me when I sent him the paint sample. He saw Lick. He was like, oh, I wouldn't lick that. What bizarre name. It is strange. I think it's like a lick of paint. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah when you think about there. it, it does actually it makes quite yeah. a lot of sense, but... When you initially, sure you're that. like, mm, no, it's a lick of paint. You lick. Oh, very good. Well, we look forward to you seeing your handiwork in yes. not too distant future. Mm, not too distant future. There may be an SOS call. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure give there it a will go. be. That, that's the best way to learn. Always yeah. the best way to learn. It's my house. I want to rip it apart. Absolutely. It's when you drill through a water pipe on a Sunday night. that. Uh, <laughs> I've been told I'm not allowed to knock any walls down. <laughs> no, don't do that. Or pull any baths out prematurely. No, definitely don't do that. But mm. also things like nailing or screwing down floorboards, uh, which I did on a Sunday night once, and then went straight through a um, radiator pipe. Yeah, that's not fun. And no, it's not fun. No, you try getting a plumber on a Sunday night. I would I would say that was a water off. Well, the problem is because it's a heating pipe. It doesn't you've turn then got to dr- Well, you've got to drain all the heating. <sighs> yeah. That's not fun. No, not fun at all. No, no. So please I've tell me been... it wasn't in the middle of winter as well. Uh, no, it was towards the end of summer, and That's it was the right. day before we were having carpets put down, which is why I was and I was on my own. I, I, you well, know, at I least think... you didn't have new carpets put down. Well, it flooded through downstairs. <laughs> oh my god! So it came through the ceiling. That is a palaver. Yeah, yeah, it was a palaver. We've, I've a had palaver. a few of those that have been in, induced by DIY catastrophes. <laughs> Well, hopefully I won't have as many as you. I'm not drilling, cutting, smashing. I might smash some stuff, but for fun rather than for, like, damage. The way I look at it is you learn by making mistakes. You you know not to do it next time. I just, I feel like I don't want to to make mistakes, though. So I'll, I'll avoid all of the super, the things that could go very badly. 
and I'll just do the more fun things that would go badly in the sense of like it wouldn't take that long to fix or you could just leave it and get someone to come in and help Mm. I'm very gung-ho and I think a lot of it my dad was a carpenter and with the exception of plumbing and wiring he was pretty good at the other trades as well his his plumbing skills were legendary he didn't believe in solder joints at all (laughs) just cold compression joints um, which were a work of art and uh, wiring he never got the hang of and I remember at the flat I had, I was trying to fit a switch or something from one, move it from one side of the room to the other. And I said, oh, we'll just twist these cables together. That'll do the job. And he looked at me and went, oh, that's never going to work, is it? <laughs> of course it is. Look, you've got these kind of... Blah, blah, blah. And I did it. And he went, oh, I really don't understand electricity. <laughs> <laughs> you have two so, wires attaching the electrical force. <laughs> well, there, well, there is that. But also, one spectacular... DIY disaster he connected all the reds together and all the blacks together but of course if you've got a light switch mm. you've got it doesn't work like that so no. there was a very loud bang and he went through quite a lot of fuse wire that day so yeah, yeah. hey ho anyway any news on my pajama bottoms uh no oh I have been exceptionally lazy and not done them what did I do I feel like I did oh we had to prep for this valuation we had oh, to prep yes, for the valuator. Yes, um, so Saturday and Sunday was deep clean, hide any messes, yeah, stick things into place. <laughs> we super glued. We, I didn't, Chris, super glued. A bit of wood that had come off the wall, super glued it back yeah. on. Two minutes later, um, Laura, how do you get super glue off your hands? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, how much super glue? A lot of super glue. I was like, we have white spirit in the cupboard. I, I went and got the white spirit to see if that would help get it off. No. So I ended up, we ended up just, I said to him, just don't touch anything until it dries. Yeah. And then once it's dried, I was helping pick it off his hands yeah. and then he soaked them for a bit and then the rest came off. But <laughs> I, was I don't know what he was doing because his hands were absolutely covered in super glue. I was like, that's, surely that's, that's the worry. one thing that you do very carefully yeah. and do not get on your fingers. Yes, you're better off using something like uh, Gorilla Glue, the uh, sort of like no nails and stick it, that sort of thing back on with. Because A, yeah. you've got a bit of time to move it. And also, if you, I mean, you get it on your fingers, it's a nuisance, but you're not going to end up stuck to the wall, which, mm. uh, you know, you can do spectacularly yeah. well with them. Um, but we also glue. did a bit of grouting. Was it very grouting? good? But between the, tiles between the tile and the work surface in the kitchen behind the sink was it grouting or was it some silicon silicon it was sealant Sponge. yeah sealant. sealant he did that as well which i was well impressed with it's come out well good it's a bit messy but it looks home done hmm. that's how we'll put it it looks home done but it looks so much better than it did before oh good i've been bombarded recently with various silicon gun attachments and devices because it's quite hard to get a nice even uh, run of it mm. and i think the professionals work backwards if you see what i mean oh. maybe mm. maybe maybe not maybe i've imagined I, that, his but. technique was do the whole thing then run your finger back along it yes that's what i do and then wipe the mess off the yeah, top yeah. and the yeah yeah and i think i've got a little trowel thing for doing it as well which mm. is quite good anyway you'll be pleased to know that valuator is a word it is okay yes, well done i was yeah. gonna say he 
it's made sense. He was valuing the house and makes him a valuator. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad. So, Lippy, have you got a top tip for us then? I do have a top tip based on recent events that have just been spoken about. Um, if you are going to use super glue, use it with care and don't get it all over your hands. Very, very good advice. Yes. Directed at possibly one person in particular. Yes. Excellent. I have a, I'm not sure it's a fun fact, but it's an interesting fact. We like an interesting fact. So in 1963, Mm. Major League Baseball player Gaylord Perry said, they'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run. Fair. On July the 20th, 1969, Mm. one hour after Neil Armstrong set foot on the surface of the moon, Perry hit his first and only home run whilst playing for the San Francisco Giants. No. According to this... That is some serious manifesting there that he's done. Serious manifesting? Yeah. That's not a phrase I've heard. You don't know what is manifesting is? Well, I know what a manifest is, but I don't know what manifesting is. Manifest is when you like think you think something into reality. Well, he said it. That's a yeah, so I mean, so like he predicted that, that would happen and then it happened. So he manifested that. He knew he wasn't going to do it until someone stepped up. I can't believe an hour after it an happened. An hour after, yeah. That's crazy. That is a fun fact. That's fun and interesting. I like it. It is, isn't it? We've yeah. covered both base- bases. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.